And welcome back to Talking Shit with a Yank on a Brit. Yeah! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <sighs> that crowd go wild. Oh, I can't believe we managed to sell out Wimbledon for our first live show. You hear that crowd, everyone? <laughs> Wimbledon or Wembley? What? A- Sorry, everyone. I got it wrong. <laughs> Wembley, I mean. Wimbledon's where they do the tennis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My bad. I'm just a dumb American. There, I don't know. Never, never been to one, though. <laughs> uh, we really wouldn't be able to restart or do over an intro in a live show, would we? No. They just have to roll with that fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But people would like it. Yeah. Mm, classic Kate the dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you, though? You know, I am alive. I am functioning, and I am here. Good. Yay. Well, that's much better than you were last week. Yeah, so I know we had many fans reach out about the lack of episode last week. Um, a- AK one person, my cousin Cassie. Hey, gal. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, also- I heard from no one. So. Yeah. <laughs> Cassie, who also was like, well, you're really sick, so I'm guessing that's why there's no uh, podcast today. Like, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, it was a dark couple days in our household. I uh, <laughs> came down with some food poisoning. Um, and Yeah, I thought it was only going to afflict me, but it unfortunately also afflicted Sean about 12 hours or so after me and we came to realize it was because he chose to finish my food that made me sick so. <laughs> um yeah nice well uh, i'm for, glad you're feeling better yeah thanks i wanted to give a visual to you and to the audience at home because i i'm not joking when i was laying in bed i was like am i gonna be able to get better so I can record today and I like got myself into the bathtub which is not something I do as we've discussed um because mm. I was like maybe that'll help and I'm just like kind of leaning against the side of the tub like this yeah and I look at my phone and have the message from you who's like hey is it cool if we do it at this time and I like it takes all of the strength I could muster to even respond to you <laughs> how sad I well and I was so oh, sad because I really didn't I wanted to I was like I can sit and talk to her no I could not no. <laughs> you could not do that it's not good funnily enough when I had food poisoning the only thing that helped was being in the bath or in the shower because mm, like maybe that, that stopped warmth. me vomiting for like <laughs> two minutes I don't nothing helped there was nothing that could help me other than just working through it, I guess. And I was just so, so thirsty. But you know how it is when you like need to just take little sips. I couldn't, I was like, it was just like, drink, puke, drink, puke. (laughs) (laughs) Sucking on ice helps. You know what? Sean did that. And I was like, how come you didn't tell that to me as you watched (laughs) me lay dying? And then I was like, what do you got there? And he's like, ice. And I was like, no one has ever said this to me and you just were watching me suffer. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sean, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. God, Nigel. Yeah. 
so that happened and then you know unfortunately we couldn't record and then we were looking forward to maybe an episode record this weekend and here we are on a Tuesday because <laughs> happy birthday Gemma thank How you was your weekend <laughs> my weekend was lovely um yes it was my 35th birthday whoop 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 um and yeah I had I had a lovely time because mm. I was thrown surprise party yeah i posted some pictures from it of you and i at the surprise party oh, on instagram yes, yes. <laughs> you flew over especially for it didn't you yep yes. i did it was really it was really nice you were so surprised <laughs> <laughs> no i was genuinely really fucking surprised it was really nice nailed it way to so, go way to go boyfie way to go bf um yeah, we were meant to be, or I thought we were going to a party at his friends. Because um, I've not met many of his friends. And he mentioned a little while ago that his mate was mm-hmm. having a party. And at first I was like, oh, it's my birthday. And then I was like, actually, this could be really good because I'll get to meet some of his friends. And it's a party yeah, built that party. I don't have to organize, you yeah. know. Great. It was like when our friends got married and I was like, this is actually for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for throwing yeah, so a nice. party for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> this huge marquee yeah. and a band and everyone's dressed up. Oh, and there's going to be a ceremony where it's kind of about you guys for a bit, but the rest is about me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that's kind of, it's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, so we had a nice day, went, for, went down to the coast and had a lovely walk with the dogs uh, and came back and just sort of, you know, got ready to go out. Um, he's not been very, feeling very well recently and he was sort of saying that that was... Was he playing uh, it up? Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Like two months ago, started saying, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Well, funnily enough, he's been ill for a while, but he's, he, I think he's, oh. know, he's had an infection, so that's why he's got uh, okay. a chest infection. Okay. okay. Um, but he was saying his chest was hurting, and we're driving there. I then realized I'd left my CBD vape at home and my mm. handbag. Because <laughs> we were rushing to get out on time. Um, and so we sort of got about, I don't know, 20 minutes down the road. Um. And I was like, I think you should turn around now so that I can go back and get my bag at least. Um, mm-hmm. And he was sort of saying, oh, my chest's really hurting. And I was like, it'll be fine. Like, don't worry. Like, if you don't want to drive, I can drive there. And then, you know, if you're still feeling shit when we get there, because it was quite a drive away. It's like an hour away from mine. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're still feeling shit, I-, I won't drink and we can drive back later. It'll be fine. Uh, and he was like, yeah, okay, fine, we'll do that. We'll go back and get your stuff and then but we'll go to the shop and get a couple of cans of cocktail or something so that we've got something to drink when we get there. I was like, cool. Get to the supermarket, go and get some bits, came back to the car and he was like, oh, I'm going to text them and bail because I, I really can't be bothered. Uh, I'm feeling And you're like, shit. no, you fucking suck it up, you little bitch. <laughs> I'm not sitting at home on my I birthday. Was, I was nice. <laughs> Um, uh, and I was like okay but I was a bit like oh don't really birthday night Um, got back to mine opened the front door 
and there was a group of people there that all went, surprise! <laughs> and I was surprised! <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was Nothing really like going through this, like, oh, you know, it's for my birthday, but that's kind of fun. We can go to, oh, I guess we're going to, just like this roller coaster of, like. It was, yeah. It's my birthday and it's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a roller coaster of emotions. Mm, but nice. it was really good, really good. Um, yeah, I had a lovely weekend. Felt very spoilt and loved and good. good. Good times. Glad to hear it. Sorry I couldn't be there to celebrate. Well, really. you did say you were going to come over in February, actually. I know. Where are you? I was thinking about that, too. And I did actually even look at flights after we got back from our last trip in October. Um, I think actually what maybe limited me is I have to – I'm doing another training that <laughs> starts this week and I just think I was like I God don't sake, know if I can make all Catherine. of those things work but you everyone heard it here first on this podcast on this episode your 40, mm. 40th birthday we're doing something and I'm gonna fucking be there <laughs> okay fine <laughs> it gives me five years <laughs> five years to book a fucking flight can you book yep. flights five I can do years it. in advance do you think I will yes, you can start planning it now but it'll be a surprise, so you'll hopefully you forget this whole conversation happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing, actually. It was Alan did it off the back of me, like saying that, like I've never had a surprise party, and no one ever really surprises me with stuff. Yeah. Mainly because even if they try to, I find, find out, out and me guess, too. and yeah. people just really shit at surprising me. But they are. I had no idea. Do you ever have to like pretend? You don't know? Because, mm -hmm. like, I swear to God, every single surprise party or anything that anyone's ever, mostly Sean, anyone has ever tried to do, I've... Pretty much know. Someone accidentally told me I saw something and I've had to make the choice of do I say anything? Yeah. Or do I not? I just won't. Yeah. This time, another time, it was kind of like, I already know. Sorry. Let's just make it easier on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know, not worry about that part anymore. <laughs> That started from a young age for me as well. I remember for my, I think it was my 12th birthday, my parents got me a surprise limo oh, drive for me. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> me and my friends got to go in a limo, drive about and pretend we were drinking champagne when I think it was actually like fizzy apple juice or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was meant to be a surprise, but about an hour before the limo was due to arrive, one of my mum's friends rang the house phone, showing my age, mm -hmm. um, and like ruined the surprise for me. It was like, oh, you're going out in a limo tonight, aren't you? That's exciting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but like, I suppose it's always good to find out, like anytime someone's talking about birthday plans for someone else, like, is this a surprise? Or people talking about it with other people need to say that shit because, like, yeah. <laughs> I know that I've probably come close to or have ruined surprises not thinking that it was yeah, just like, oh, probably. yeah, we're going away for someone's birthday. And it's like, you excited for your birthday trip? And it's like, what? Fuck. I didn't know. Why did you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So caution out there for everyone. Just assume yes. it's a surprise unless you're explicitly told it's not. <laughs> yes. That's the way to deal with it, I think. For sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, welcome to your other half of your 30s, I guess. I've, you know, I'm about a year ahead of you. I can tell you what to expect. Thank you. It's horrible. Cool. 
Everything like, is I, genuinely. Just... I've been more achy already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Is. I'm getting a weird pain in my back. My hip yep. flexors are hurting because I'm sitting down too much. Yep, downhill. Um, and my mum reminded me yesterday that I'm now closer to forty than I am thirty. So that mm-hmm. that was fun to find out, which is or closer realize. to fifty. And then 60. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, I'm closer to 60 now than I am. Anything else. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's fun, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Love getting older. I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> this actually, po- this podcast is just turning into how horrible it is to get older. <laughs> That's all it is. No, it's actually quite nice being older, I think. I prefer being in my 30s than my 20s. I agree. And I I think you and I have touched upon this before in a different capacity. But I do find that maybe I care less about things than I used to, which is kind of nice and freeing. But then I also worry about things, other things more, which is not nice and freeing. (laughs) My anxiety's got worse, yet I care less about stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure how that works. Well, I think anxiety is about things that maybe are either stuff that hasn't happened yet or things you outside of your control, you know, whereas caring about things, what I'm referring to is like caring about what people thought of me yeah. or caring about, True. you know, how I looked or something and all of that. And now it's like, oh, I'm really worried about being alive when the world ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about those rising sea levels. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some fun little tidbits about the day you were born? Yes, please. Well, we've been talking about inspiring women. And, mm. and I am one. Thank you. You are one. So you are of the ranks of other inspiring women who were born mm. on your day as well. Cool. Um, except I Googled like three different ways, like women born, famous women born on this day, and it refused to only give me women. So oh. <laughs> I just picked a couple. Fine. <laughs> one being, and a big one, Rosa Parks, who I no think way. doesn't need any, yeah, any introduction. Oh, wow. Um, we touched upon her in, I think, one of our first episodes of the season because she we talked about Ruby Bridges and Rosa Parks yeah. was kind of a little bit before that. Yeah. Um, Betty awesome. Friedan. Who is that? She's like kind of one of the wor- – not worlds, but like a first feminist really or like first author to talk about kind of like modern feminism. She uh, published The Feminine Mystique. Mm. and had some other important things that I studied her in school and cannot remember and chose not to Google further. But one thing I did Google was she also died on her birthday slash her <gasps> birthday. No way. <laughs> yeah. So oh that's kind of a weird full circle. Um, Constance Markovich. Same old. She is the first female elected to British Parliament, which is kind of a big deal. Oh. Um, and the first female to be elected as a cabinet minister. In Europe, like not just England, but in Europe. Um, she was sentenced to death for her role in something called the Easter Rising, but she later got pardoned for it. So oh, good. Well. And then uh, Natalie Imbruglia, ah, who yes. is best known for her uh, cover of the song Torn. Yeah. And uh, I did not many know that of- was a cover for a very long time. 
Me neither. I was just going to say for a lot of people listening today, it might also be, uh, you know, they're today's, today years old when they learn that that's yeah. almost a cover. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thought I saw a man brought to brought life. To life. Yeah. He was warm. Yeah, I um, don't think I've ever actually even heard the original just because why would I? No, I don't think I have either. Um, no, I did really like, like, really like that song when I was younger, and Natalie and Brulia. and all those women are very sort of um, humanitarian and mm. uh, cool, um, and you know that's because they're Aquarians. I think it. That's probably it. Mm. Because <clears throat> a few more facts for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, People born on February 4th are good organizers and very loving. (laughs) (laughs) From a website somewhere, this is what it said. Okay, fine. (laughs) Very loving, but also not willing to sacrifice your freedom for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, You're honest and you only like to deal with honest and straight people. Not like straight as in not gay, but just like straightforward (laughs) people. (laughs) I'm a massive homophobe. Yes, you might you might be, but I don't think that's true for everyone born on this day. <laughs> um, you're confusingly logical and pay attention to detail, but also somehow have an unrealistic nature and won't listen to advice because you believe you're better than other people. <laughs> Sounds pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> you're fickle and impatient. You can be mm-hmm. impulsive, cynical, and easily distracted from your work, and you often yeah. overextend yourself because of your aim to impress others. <laughs> Yeah, sounds pretty spot on. Um, For your 35th year, I think you can look forward to um, kind of your year. You're going to be blessed with luck and have a path of progress and good fortune. And because you're, it's new moon in Aquarius right now, which is like your new moon, Mm -hmm. um, apparently the world is your oyster. So anything you want to achieve, this is your moment. This is my moment. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go and grab life by the bull, shall I? <laughs> Do it. Or the, um, the boops. I mean, whatever. <laughs> the labia. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Let's grab life by the labia. <laughs> <laughs> I know we spent a lot of time talking about horoscopes um, f- for the episode around my birthday, you know, but mm. I, I just want to reiterate again how interesting it is when people talk about, like, here's here's about me and how, like, so fitting it can seem for people but I've thought about people who like what their horoscopes are and I'm like that's not that person at all like I have a couple friends who were born in around the time me and our cancers and I'm like you're not a cancer you're nothing like me and I am epitome of cancer (laughs) but it depends on what their uh moon rising and yeah other sign right yeah like if you're really close to the other part of the zodiac but yeah but like so for example i am so my sun sign is the is aquarius obviously right my moon sign is capricorn and my rising is gemini Mm. and your rising is what you show to the world apparently so like people (laughs) would assume that i'm a gemini because of how i no, Gemini- Gemini's be crazy. <laughs> Gemini's do be crazy. <laughs> a lot of people will tell you that I'm a crazy bitch. Mm, I see I haven't like slashed my tires or anything yet, so. Not yet. Give it Not time. Yet. Yeah. 
Uh, well, my son and my rising are cancer, so oh, really? pretty straight, straight cancer all the way through, I guess. <laughs> the most cancer over. a cancer can get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my moon is Gemini, so there's that. <laughs> so goals for this year, we've already talked about kind of in terms of your resolution, but now that you are fully 35, closer to 40, have you had any right. new insights or realizations or anything? I guess sort of my impending mortality is oh is more, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's more prevalent now in, in my, my mind. Um, so... Yeah, uh, just wanting to live life to the full, really. Live my best life. Uh, live each day as it as if it's my last. YOLO, um, yeah, or as I'm... the youths are saying now, apparently do it for the plot is like the new. What? Yeah, do, do it, it for, for the, the plot. plot. Like plot line. So like, yeah, no regrets. Just You're the do main something crazy. Do it for, yeah, do it for the plot. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. yeah, I'll do it for the plot. <laughs> I did some yoga for the plot because my bones hurt. <laughs> and I did tonight. I did some yoga for the Good. plot because Good. my joints hurt. My bones <laughs> So, I came across this post... Uh, and just thought it was quite interesting. A new study has revealed that prehistoric women hunted just as often as men. And their anatomy, I always want to say autonomy, anatomy made them better suited for it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In what way? So, goes on to say, yabba dabba, what can't women do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I think they had to. They had to do that. Yeah. I'll allow it. (laughs) So um, for decades, scientists believed that early humans had a strict division of labor. The image of prehistoric prehistoric men hunting while women gathered and cared for the children has dominated our understanding of early humans. New research has uncovered a history of women hunters uh, questioning the evidence behind that long-held assumption. In fact, regardless of maternal status, women hunted in almost 80% of foraging societies. Mm. Uh, Fossil evidence suggests that men and women had the same hunting injuries, not to mention women's biology was built for hunting with higher levels of estrogen and endurance-promoting, sorry, an endurance-promoting hormone perfectly suited for long-distance hunting. Also, female burial sites included hunting tools, but historically, when archaeologists found the tools or weapons in a female's grave, they assumed it was her husband's, or that she was a ceremon- or it was a ceremonial symbol of her place in the clan. <laughs> you have an honorary degree <laughs> in hunting. Well <laughs> That's done. why we're gonna. Yep. <laughs> it couldn't be that it was hers. That, that would yeah, be too she obvious. Didn't earn that. No. Mm-hmm. Um, researchers even found that women may have rivaled males when it came to taking down big game but historically scientists have dismissed females hunting prowess because of researcher bias 
this groundbreaking research highlights the crucial role that women have played in society. And the source is Hunt, uh, Women the Hunter, research led by Sarah Lacey, an anthropology professor at the University of Delaware. I mean, I think that we all know that like some of the gender roles and kind of norms and traditional roles of like male head of household and whatever, uh, that's all pretty new and social construct. So mm. if there was no society or like kind of um, urbanization going on then, they were all pretty collective, like wandering cultures. Like they're not going to have those same constructs. And so there's not going to be any reason for them to be like, oh, I hunt, you take care of children. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And a lot of tribes um actually regard women in higher status than men because we are the giver of life yeah hence why mother is that? earth and mm-hmm. you know all that shit because we can do everything men can do but also give birth and also bleed for a period of time and not die so <laughs> just yeah, saying we can bleed for a week every month without dying Mm-hmm. So, what men have you seen do that? Sorry, mm-hmm. I feel like we we always slag off men at some point during <laughs> our episodes. I'm really sorry. I love men. I do. I don't mean to do it. It just happens. It naturally comes. It's up. not your fault, men, but because of the patriarchy. I'm sorry, but like it is you. We have the right to vent about our bosses because if we didn't, we would probably go mad. So, but all of us, like the, the way things are structured, that's because of not you and I, you and I are perfect. Obviously we would never, but like years ago. Um, but I do think it's interesting when they say it's like researcher bias has basically led us to believe that all the things that exist in our society that are completely made up and like not really rationally, it's all arbitrary. Oh yeah. That existed back then too. When literally none of those things existed. (laughs) Yeah. Go to hell. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just un- the unfortunate way society has influenced us all. But fuck men. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Barbie. Actually. Oh, yeah. oh, finally. Great. What'd you finally. think? Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I think because I've heard so much hype about mm-hmm. it, I was expecting mm-hmm. it to be much better than it was. And it was good. Yeah. I had a good message. But I'll be honest, I feel like it was more about Ken than it was Barbie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's all about his struggle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they passed any sort of um. I can't remember what that test is, where it's like how many times can women talk about anything other than the men or something like that. There's a scale for it. Yeah. I'm kicking myself that I can't remember because I know what it is. But yes, yeah, I, I uh, I had like no one like awareness of what it would really be about, other than it was supposed to be so good. So I think because of like not knowing what to expect but also thinking it was supposed to be good i was just kind of like it was fine it was good it's kind of weird like why was colin farrell the head of mattel that confused me but (laughs) you know yeah 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 but what i did like was there was loads of like uh, unknown british actors in it like all of the cast of Sex Education. <laughs> yeah, all the cast of Sex Education. There's like a few yeah. sort of comedic actors that have, have done their own sitcoms and things, but wouldn't be known yeah. to 
sort of American audiences, and I quite liked that. I was like, oh my god, it's him! Yeah. No, I know, I, like, spotted a lot of kind of, oh yeah, that guy from that one thing, and I think, like, as far as the acting goes, like, they did a good job, too. Oh, yeah. You know? That's good, yeah. Yeah. And Margot Robbie is super hot, so she can... True. Can't deny that. Cannot deny that. Um, you were gonna tell me some things about what my fellow Americans say, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so it starts off with a post from Richard Osman, who's actually he's an author and a TV presenter. He's a very clever guy in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's tweeted just explained to a delighted American that we call crosswalks zebra crossings. Then she asked what we call crossing guards, and I said lollipop ladies, and now she thinks I just made the whole thing up. (laughs) I mean, those are very whimsical names for very standard things, right? (laughs) If only we could name everything something so, like, cute like that. You know, like, let's call call the electric chair the buzzy wuzzy chair. (laughs) Make it kind of nice for people. Yeah. Well, I think you do like aubergine is an eggplant just because it's yeah, but that's not looks, cute it looks like an egg <laughs> and it's a plant and it's a plant <laughs> I mean but I would argue that aubergine sounds makes it sound fancier and mm. like a little bit more posh than oh yeah I'll have the eggplant thanks <laughs> thanks. thanks well I think it just makes it sound a little French you know aubergine yeah Which aubergine I'll have, I guess, I'll have the aubergine parmesan. That's kind of weird to say. Parmesana, Reggiana. Yeah, but you guys don't call it eggplant parmesan. Do you guys even have, like, the equivalent, the aubergine? Like, you know what I mean? It's like breaded sauce yeah. and cheese. Oh, yeah. I made one the other day, actually. Did you call it aubergine parmigiana? Yeah. Oh, you okay, so you guys just are fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Yes, we are, Kate. Yes, we are. Don't know, don't know if you know, but we invented this language, actually. Um, another one is, what do you call wood, wood lice? Wood louse? Or is that not what you call them, so you don't know what I'm talking about? One of these. No, I, the only reason... Gross, first of all. Um, oh, oh God, it makes my... No, they make my... I don't know. Um, Roly-poly, I think, probably is what we call those things. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's what we call forward roll. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what they kind of do. They roll up. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm seeing on this thing you've showed me that Roly Poly is on here. Yeah, I've just never. I, I, yeah. But you call them wood louse? Yeah. What's a cheesy wig? (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard that. Cheese log is what people in Reading call them. A Charlie pig is what people in Norfolk call them. I didn't even know there were different names for these. I just thought everyone called them wood lice, wood louse. Granny grunter? Like, ew. What are you doing to my granny? <laughs> <laughs> granny gray? A grumper pig? A bobbling Andrew? <laughs> Um, y- you know what? Someone's gonna have to remind me if there was a particular name that 
I didn't say for these little buggy buggy guys because I I feel like roly poly, but I also don't know if that's actually just because I read that that's what people call them somewhere and wanted to adopt yeah. that. Bad. Roly poly. I wouldn't even know what you're talking about if you said <laughs> like, that. I'd be like, what are you going back to gymnastics? Like, <laughs> stay on your feet, old lady. <laughs> so this next one is. I feel like I can very specifically talk about this. Yes, please do. So the caption is, yesterday I learned that Minnesotans called doing donuts in a car whipping shitties, and I again must insist we shut down that state until we can figure out what's going on. So um, what's your reaction to that first? I like it. (laughs) I like it. But what do you call them? Donuts, yeah. Okay. So where I grew up in the Iowa, South Dakota, Nebraska, tri-state area, we also called them donuts. Um, but I feel like I heard whipping shitties before I moved to Minnesota, so it, that must have bled in to mm, it's somewhere. It's across the U.S. Yeah, and having – like, I knew instantly what that person was talking about. Like, it didn't even – like, it wasn't even a question for me, but, like, in hindsight, I feel like that is a weird thing to call it. Yeah, like, I mean, if I heard someone say it without context, I wouldn't know what that was. Yeah, whipping shitties. Whipping shitties. I also think, like, people would call a whipping, sh- like, whipping a shitty is, like, taking a U-turn. Like. Yeah, that makes a bit more sense. But why? Why does that make more sense? I have no idea. Whipping shitties. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain uh, to you Why? I think donuts yeah. make sense because you're going around in circles and making yeah. the shape of a donut. Of a donut. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I disagree about shutting the state down because, <laughs> like, there's a lot of things here that are really great. Even um, if they say whipping yeah. shitties. <laughs> it's a bit of an overreaction, isn't it? Really? Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, calm down. <laughs> calm down, Barry. Um, are we doing the next one? Yeah. What do you call them? Well, I know what you guys call them, and I think, like, this would just be a popsicle still. Like, I don't know if we have a special name for these. Maybe push popsicles? Yeah, I think we call them ice pops. Or a freeze pop? Yeah. Yeah. So why not an ice lolly? Is that different? Yeah, that's like um, a lolly on a stick. That you are licking like a lollipop? Yeah. Be like a frozen lolly, but on a stick. So like a twister or something. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Okay. For people at home, it's the like it's the colorful stick popsicles that come fully encased in plastic and you cut the top off and you like push it up and you suck it and there's like grape, lemon, gr- apple or lime, strawberry, orange. Like you guys would all know this if you went if you saw what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. What's the massive debate though? Like what do other it must be some other states call them something else then? Yeah. Uh, so freeze pop, Peter Icy. Okay, Peter apparently called it an Icy, whoever these two people are debating this post, and Chloe called it a freeze pop. An Icy. Okay. What did you think the first time you heard lollipop, ladies? Um, and zebra crossing. Honestly, I've heard so many things that you guys have said that I'm not sure I like <laughs> probably had the appropriate reactions to them either because I was trying to be polite 
or I just got really used to it. <laughs> yeah, you just because I get it. it. She's like holding a big. <laughs> yeah, she's holding a lollipop. Why wouldn't she be called yeah. the lollipop lady? I wish we called them the lollipop ladies now. <laughs> and it's a zebra crossing because it's stripy, like a zebra. That one's a little ridiculous to me, but I like it. <laughs> Just a crosswalk for us. I guess, like I said, we don't really get whimsical about shit. No, I suppose not, no. Um, someone in the comments has said that they call them an otter pop for the ice oh, pops. Otter, yes, yep. That is, I've heard that and I remember thinking like, oh, what's an otter pop? That sounds great. Can I have one? And then they hand me one of those and I was like, oh, I mean, thanks, but not what I was expecting. <laughs> Uh, someone else's ice blocks or zupa dupas. Nope, that's bizarre, yeah. and that's only your family, sir or ma'am, who commented on that. <laughs> yeah, again, who knew there were so many names for such a common thing? Apparently, zupa dupers is a brand name, so uh, I guess that's pro- my guess is that's probably down south. Zupa dupers, super duper. Um, do you guys really call well what do you call the act of running up and then running away? Knocking on a door and running away. Yeah. That's it? You just say that? You don't have a game? No, we call it I call it knock down ginger. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's genuinely what it's called. What? <laughs> knock down ginger? Yeah. That's that's the like universal what? name for this game in England. What did ginger do to you <laughs> why ginger i don't know i don't know why is it because you guys involved. hate red you hate red <laughs> so much <laughs> but then the caption says i thought everyone in the uk called it knockdown ginger no apparently someone calls it nikki knocky nine doors <laughs> which might be worse than knock knock ginger but but someone else calls it chappy Chippy. <laughs> Chippy. Um, yeah, no, this is, I think, pretty consistently ding dong ditch in the United States, which actually <laughs> makes sense if you think about it because yeah, you're it ringing the doorbell and running away. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> not Chappy, not Knock Knock Ginger, <laughs> not Nicky Knocky Nine Doors. <laughs> <laughs> It's knock down ginger or knock knock ginger. That, that one is where you've got me for sure because like the lollipop lady, zebra crossing, I can see those things. I understand that conceptually and how you got there. <laughs> no, I don't either, to be honest. Maybe they used to only do it to ginger people. I don't know. Because you guys hate gingers. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But knock down because they answer and you push them over and then you run away. <laughs> that's got to be it. That's it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, the last few are like describe these photos. So first one, I'm going to try to guess what I – you can guess what I, we call it. I'll guess what you call it. First one's a trolley. Yes. Shopping trolley. Shopping trolley. What, what do we call it? You'd call it a a grocery basket on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. A wheelie basket. Yep. No, it's just a it's a shopping cart. Oh, okay. yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
thought you had it there. And I mean, to be fair, yeah, basket on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is for you going to be just a roll. Okay. So I'd call it a bread roll. Yeah. But I heard people talking about this the other day and depending on where you're from in the UK, you will call it a different thing. Okay. Um, so where you're from is the right way to describe it then is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess so. Let me see if I can find. Um, so some people call it a cob. A, co- a cob? A cob, so C-O-B. Like corn cob? Yep. Okay. Um, tea cake, barn cake, barra, a softy, a bread cake, a bap, <laughs> a bun, morning roll, stotty. Bun. Bun is fine, yeah. Muffin, oven bottom, what? roll. <laughs> that is not a muffin, though. Like, I just... <laughs> no, it's not a muffin. You're right. It's definitely not a muffin. Um... But yeah, there's like so many different names for bread rolls. Hmm. Who knew? What would um, you call it? I think roll. Maybe a bun, depending on if I'm like putting, making it like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like I, there's a place here that makes really good tea cakes. They're called American Tea Cakes and it's literally just like sweet ass bread. Yeah. But I, I like still a tea wouldn't. cake. Yeah. I, okay. Well. Do you guys have hot cross buns out there? Yeah, they're really popular over <coughs> Easter. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan, but yeah, we do. Oh, I, I don't them. think it's common. Yeah, Shonda's too, and I'm like, Bleh. raisins, delicious currants. They're really delicious. Um, the other one we've already discussed: crisps and chips. I just had some oh, in this yay. bowl. <laughs> I wish I had more. Were they frozen? <laughs> yeah, they were. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one, I'd call it a water fountain. Yeah, see, we're the same. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this very last thing, though, what is it? Uh, which one? The this Bond one. Doggle Twister. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll have to talk about that, too. <laughs> I don't even know what that's actually called. Um I don't know what that is, to be honest. It just looks like a bit of toast with egg in it. I, it's like, I think what I've heard it be referred to as toad in a hole. No, that's not toad in the hole. Toad in the hole is sausages in a Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> well, we don't have either of those things here, so <laughs> we wouldn't have that. <laughs> it's the best food. It's my favorite. I'm, I mean, we don't have... Yorkshire puddings anyways um no you are missing out I mean I know and I actually do like them so so the only thing I so what we're looking at for the listeners is basically a bit of toast with a hole cut in the middle and an egg in it it might be egg in a basket actually because I think you're right maybe toad in a hole has got to have like the sausage in it yeah so okay I mean I've never heard of that either um the only thing we have close to it is like uh you know a croque monsieur yeah yeah it's like that or i think it's a croque madame actually is the one with the egg in so it's a cheese and ham toasty yeah 
but with an but egg on like top. It's like a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think egg in a basket is something I heard, and but I think I've also heard people call it toad in a hole too, because you know they probably don't see like realize the difference. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, people are dumb. It's good though. You like eggs and toast. I mean, I do like eggs and toast. To be fair, yeah. You probably just don't need to cut a hole in your toast. You do. Have do you your fry eggs it, in it with the egg in it? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could eat that. Try it. Yeah. Let me know. Report back. I love eggy bread, or as you yeah. call it, French toast. French toast. Well, that makes it sound fancy, like we've yeah. discussed. <laughs> <laughs> eggy bread sounds not fancy whatsoever. <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? I do fucking love eggy bread, though. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know what a boondoggle twister is either. It's just, it, I used to make them. Just a lanyard. Like, it was just a weird little lanyard made out of weird yeah. rubbery, silicone ribbon. Yeah. Plastic ribbon, really, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what that's called. All right, are you ready for an by the asshole? Yeah, let's roll. Am I the asshole? <laughs> Gotta go. Gemma's tired. I'm boring. I her. yawned. <laughs> Sorry. You are the asshole, baby. <laughs> okay, this one I think is one that's quite close to our hearts. Not our hearts, but our heart holes. Our heart holes, yeah. So am I the asshole for not telling my fiance I can't have children? So they've started with apologies for any errors in English. It's not my first language, but to be honest, it's written very well. So Hmm. well done, you. So I, 29 female, have always been open about not wanting children with people from the first date. I don't want to waste my time or theirs. I met my fiancé, 32 male, uh, about two and a half years ago online. We had a lot in common, including not wanting children. He proposed four months ago and a few days ago we were at his parents' house for dinner and his mother commented about his sister who is pregnant, which led to us talking about having children. When children come up, I usually change the subject uh, as soon as possible. But before I had an opportunity, my fiancé answered that we wouldn't start trying until after the wedding Mm. um, and after we have a house so we wouldn't have to worry about moving while I was pregnant. I was surprised, but figured that maybe he hadn't discussed not wanting children with his family and he just didn't want to talk about it in front of them. Um, After, when we were driving home, I made a comment saying maybe we should tell his family now that we're not having children to avoid talking about it further down the road. Um, And then he told me he wasn't sure about being child free. I was shocked um, and wasn't sure what to say except to tell him that I was sure. Um... And to ask that when, sorry, and to ask when did he start thinking that he might want children? He told me that he was never sure and that now he thinks that he wants them. Um, I was really hurt that he lied to me because when we started dating, I was very clear that under no circumstances would I want children. And if he wasn't sure, it wouldn't work. We argued and he basically told me that he thought I might change my mind, but he didn't know that I was sterilized. At 25. Lucky. I know. Um, So when I was 22, despite using birth control, I got pregnant and got an abortion. Afterwards, the stress of that possibility 
um, happening again was too much and it began to take a toll on my mental and physical health. To make a long story short, after two years of looking from doctor to doctor, I was able to find one willing to sterilise an unmarried, childless, early 20-year-old woman. Yeah. My mental health improved overnight as soon as I had as soon as I had it, and when I had a date scheduled, I no longer have to suffer with so much anxiety. This was one and a half years before I met my fiancé. And I never said so because it doesn't matter because I don't want children. Now, I told him that I can't have children because I was sterilised and then he got mad at me for not telling him and that he might not have dated me if he knew. He called me an arsehole and dropped me off at home and went to stay with a friend. At this point, I'm not hopeful for the relationship, but I am sad because I do love him. But I was clear about not having children from the start because it's a deal breaker for me. And what I want to know is, am I the asshole for not telling him I can't have children? I've gotten messages from his friends saying that I am. Um, not that I worry about their biased opinions, but a couple of my friends have said that I should have told him while others are on my side that it doesn't matter that I don't want children. So am I the asshole? There's also an edit. She says, edit, I didn't mention that I am sterile to him because it's irrelevant to the fact that I don't want children. No adoption, no surrogacy, no step parenting. I don't even want to babysit children for three minutes while someone goes to take a shit. I never explicitly, it never explicitly came up till now. And on both our profiles, we said no children, I'm not wanting children. Hmm. Oofed. Uh, well... I will just say this. Would it have been better or avoided this whole scenario had she said that? Probably. Up front, yeah, probably. But, like, I kind of get what she's saying in terms of I've made it – I make it clear to everybody that is a potential romantic interest where I'm at so that they can make an informed decision – if they're not sure, if they think they could change their mind later, if they do, they have the information for me. It is his fault that either he wasn't honest with her or his mind changed and he thought that her mind would change too. In mm-hmm. fact, that is <clears throat> something that I've had to hear and deal with over the years when I kind of started vocalizing my lack of desire to have children. The amount of people are like, You'll, your mind will change. Yeah. When it gets older. And I honestly, I swear to God, I was waiting for that day to come. And no, like, disrespect to people who did have their minds changed about that. Great. Glad that was. But for me, that never happened. And I wasn't, like, I didn't think it would. And so I can see why for her it's, like, it doesn't actually matter whether I'm sterile or can have children. Mm. Because, like, I made it clear and you chose to continue having a relationship with me. Um, and we never talked about it again. He never said, hey, you know what? Kind of feeling a little bit differently about kids, um, which he should have done if he didn't just like make the I know best and I bet she'll change her mind or mm. I bet I can get her to change her mind once I lock it down and like put a baby in her belly. She'll change her mind. <laughs> um, like pretty arrogant of him. And so, yeah. but on the other hand, like he could have very well did have his mind changed and was like not really ready to maybe kind of vocalize that aloud. The fact that he said something to his parents that he did makes me 
feel like, no, he just made some assumptions about what he thought she would do, and yeah. that's not okay. So I don't feel like she's the asshole, but I do think, again, this is one of those things where you might share with people so that they truly know where you're at. But do I think she has to? I don't know. I guess I don't feel like she has to. Just might make it easier. No, I think like if you're getting to the point where you are getting engaged and you're marrying someone, you should probably tell them probably at that information point. Information like sense. that. Like yeah. But no, I, I agree. I don't think she's an asshole for not saying it. She's she's been quite explicitly clear that she doesn't want children. That should be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's funny, I'm on the, the child-free Reddit sub. Yeah, yeah. And, it, like, most of the comments on this as well are all just saying how it's it's unbelievable how many men think that women will change their mind. Um, yeah. And dudes as well who, like this person, I, I do not understand dudes who explicitly date child-free women and then get pissed when they plan on remaining child-free. There are like two billion women on this planet who want kids. Date one of them instead. No shit. What is it? Is it about like conquering and like... Yeah, I don't know. Getting a woman to like, like I want to fill me with your seed. I don't know. Mm. It's weird. <laughs> I think maybe it's... um. It's it's probably a, uh, what's the word? A um, ancestral biological need to pass on your genes, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, men need to understand that women can make decisions on their own, um, and it's perfectly fine not to want children. Well, and it's not about the lack of good man to raise a baby with or like I just you know I can't see myself as a mom until I meet the person who makes me like want to be a mom it's Mm. not really about that it's never been about that like I truly don't think I would be a good mom regardless of who my co-parent is and I actually think like because of that that's gonna fall on the other parent and Well, then, cool. I guess we'll just get divorced then because nothing worked out the way we hoped. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I actually found it really difficult when I was dating to find men that didn't want children. Mm. They either already had children and didn't want more. Yep. But that would mean I'd have to be a stepmom, which was equally not up for. Yeah. Um, But it does seem to be a growing movement now yeah i well i think it's more acceptable to talk about and also just because like all of the studies and surveys are like oh women are you know pushing off having children later because like they want to get stabilized or you know like in a position to have kids because things are so different from when our parents had kids Mm. and their parents had kids that um it's almost kind of like, why would I do that? Like, that's not going to be a good situation for anybody. Exactly. And even the average age for people that do want kids has gone up to like, I think it's like 32, 33 now. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much life going on, man. Too much life going on in this world. Mm. And my house. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many cats screaming right now. <laughs> I would suggest getting a pet before you have children. Just... 
Yeah. You know. Give you a modicum of responsibility and accountability to someone other than yourself. Yep. <laughs> and also you can see how your partner handles it. <laughs> exactly. See how you co-parent. Yep. Yeah. Well, with that, this chaos of an episode, <laughs> birthday, <laughs> movie ratings, future plans, shit Americans say, lollipop ladies, and babies. <laughs> there you go. All wrapped up into one lovely big birthday bundle. Wow, that was quite an alliteration. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was good seeing you. I will let you go because I know it's very late and you're tired. It is, yes. Thank you so much. Um, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Go and have an afternoon nap. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. See you next time? Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.